1: The Jimmy Garoppolo news is so franchise-altering that it requires two podcasts this week to delve into it's the KJ podcast, Thursday, San Francisco, at my kitchen table in Chinatown, no lovelier place in the city, beautiful view of Coit Tower, the Bay Bridge, I do have to smell fish markets, and there's a hospital next door with sirens going off at all times, so a little bit of trade-off. A little bit of trade-off, but enjoying my time here, enjoying talking about the 49ers. It's one of my favorite things to do. There's kind of a hot-button issue for sure with the Jimmy Garoppolo trade. It's his playing time. Kyle Shanahan comes out and says this on Wednesday.
0: I can't promise you guys that he won't play this week. I can't promise you guys that he'll play this year. It's... um. I know that we have a guy that we're excited about and I know has the ability to really help us and help this team in the future. Um, That's what I mean by we didn't do this to just save this year. Uh, We did this because we feel this will improve our team and our organization. And I'm not going to put someone out there who I don't think has a chance to be successful.
1: Listen, that's a long answer. There's some coach speak in there. He gives himself some outs. But the quote that stuck out is he might not play this season. There are... Pros and there's cons to that And that's what today's KJ podcast will be about The pros and the cons of Jimmy Garoppolo not playing in 2017 Let's start with the pros I'm, I am I want to say I'm on the con side So I'm going to present to you probably the argument that Shanahan and Lynch are going over in the front office A, you keep him healthy There's Deshaun Watson just went down today in practice with a torn ACL he could miss all the preseason next year. All the positive momentum they've built up is torn down. Well, guess what? That happened in practice. It can happen anywhere. But I guess they want to minimize the risk of Jimmy Garoppolo. B, draft position. If you're starting C.J. Bethard, you're probably not going to win that many games. You're going to maintain your top pick. I think at the end of the day, this team needs that big of an impact player like a Miles Garrett, a Ruben Foster Whatever position they pick, they want that player to be of maximum ability and they don't care about winning as long as they're playing good. C, Jimmy G gets to learn the offense thoroughly. I'll get into this in the cons because I think he's a smart guy. Um, The terminology is 100% different. Bill Belichick and the Patriots speak a different language. This is not even French and Spanish. This is like Chinese and Martian. It it's going to be a huge difference for him diving into this playbook. Reporters spotted Jimmy Garoppolo with the wristband. Kyle normally not a fan of that. He likes his quarterbacks to have all the knowledge, but I think it's going to be necessary for him in practices as he catches up to speed. Another pro of not playing him, there's no pressure on him. There's no outside expectations, internal expectations, expectations from his agent to try and cash in, play really well now, we can drive your contract up. You sort of take that pressure aspect of it, even though, listen, the 49ers are awful. Their roster is not where it needs to be. Not one quarterback is going to come in here and fix everything, but eyeballs are going to be on Jimmy G as soon as he comes in. I think eventually he does play this season. I think Kyle will renege on that comment, but if they don't play him at all, that will be a pro. I mean, there's there's no pressure on him, no struggles. He'll be going into the offseason with a positive vibe, everything from that trade, Um, will be intact. I totally get Kyle Shanahan not wanting to play him. Keep him healthy. Teach him the offense. Keep the pressure off of him. Our draft position probably ends up becoming better. You can win a court case with that evidence. That's compelling evidence to keep him off the field, to trust Kyle, that he knows what he's doing, that it's going to be too complex. 49ers fans should probably lean this direction. I'm going to flip the tables here. And try and convince you why playing Jimmy G, even if it's just three or four games at the end of the season, will be beneficial. Guess what? If Kyle has one flaw in his coaching, I think it's this. He values practice way too much. We've seen Brian Hoyer dominate a practice field. A training camp setting where guys are trying to fight for their roster spots. Where it does feel a little bit like a game. Does not matter. I get it, the best teams practice well, you you want to establish that. But if you're judging a guy in practice, I really think that's a flawed method. I, I think there's practice stars all the time that just don't translate to the field. We need to see Jimmy Garoppolo make mistakes on the field. And what better way to do it now, in a wasted season in November and December, where... Guess what? It's not September 2018, and we've just had this great offseason. And all of a sudden, it doesn't look like practice for Jimmy G. Things on the field get messy. He has not seen enough defenses. They're throwing wild things at him. That could happen now. I mean, those are the situations you want to have in a season that doesn't really matter. And I get it about the offensive line. I'll wait a couple of weeks, get Joe Staley back. But to just completely shut Jimmy G down... I think you can come up with a simplified game plan where just getting him out there, getting his feet wet in front of a defense matters a ton. I think making mistakes and getting NFL reps, there there is no substitution for reps on a Sunday. You can practice for 30 hours a day. There's not even 30 hours a day. It will not even come close to Sunday. It's, It's like the driving range and going playing golf. You can dominate the driving range. You get out on the course with your buddies or random people. The conditions are different. Your mood's different. It's not controlled. A game, a round of golf is not controlled. That's why I want to see Jimmy G in that situation. The more of those games, the more of the cobwebs he can shake off, the more defenses he can see, that's going to help him in the long term so much. B here, this is another con you have to consider about not playing him. Is he actually going to be happy sitting on the bench? If he thinks he's learned this offense in two weeks and go out and execute a game plan, Aren't you making him upset that he has to watch more football from the bench? I get it. The long-term matters than the short value. I That quote rings with me too. I just think it's being overprotective to not let this guy see the field at all this season. And the other point I've been making on, what was it, Tuesday's pod. I really think winning a couple games at the end of the season is more valuable Than a draft pick. And I get it about Saquon Barkley. I'm right there with you. I think he could be a generational talent. And really, what does a few wins do? I think it flips the momentum completely in that building because you already have your franchise quarterback. The level of dedication from everyone in house steps up. Uh, Free agents are all of a sudden lining up to come here. This is going to be a fun team. Winning a couple games at the end of the year, you're still gonna get a blue chip prospect if you trust Adam Peters and everything he's doing with that scouting department. You're you're gonna pick top five, top six, top seven. I'm saying winning a couple games. This franchise has been that starved of it that to close the season with that positive momentum to ha- to start the season with Hoyer and then finish it winning with Garoppolo, and he comes in for you know four or five games and posts a three and two record. You're feeling amazing. You're going to have an upgraded team with him next year. I think that you have a lot to lose by not playing him. There are scenarios that could play out that could help this football team a ton. Sticking with one of those cons about not playing him, and this I don't think this will happen, but this is definitely a scenario that could play out. If you do play him and he bombs and is throwing picks and just looks nowhere close to what he did in New England, and it's multiple, multiple games of him just not identifying things in the pocket, and it's worse than C.J. Beathard, then you're saving yourselves. You're saving yourselves from a huge embarrassment opening things up September 2018, Jimmy's dominated practice, he's all over 49ers.com, his posters are everywhere around town, and he goes out and flops. Um, that is a possibility. That is a 100% a possibility, and I'd rather that happen now than September 2018 when the excitement's high as crap and there's going to be wild card expectations next year if you fill out this roster even better. So they're playing a dangerous game in my mind by not playing Jimmy Garoppolo, by not testing him out just a little bit. It doesn't have to be your full game plan, Kyle. It can be bits and pieces here and there. Let's just run the football with Hyde a little bit too. Let's figure out this offense with Jimmy? How does it look different? Our defense is sagging back. And if he does struggle a little bit and you're okay with it, you're okay with those types of struggles he made, it was, okay, we needed to see that. We can correct that. And other teams aren't as invested in the film. All of a sudden, his price may go down a little bit or it could be lesser than Kirk Cousins. If he walks in here and is, you know, average and, and makes some plays and just gets his feet wet and shakes off these cobwebs, as I'm saying – there's a bunch of different things that can play out here, but I think it's to the benefit of the 49ers, to the benefit of Jimmy Garoppolo, to the benefit of this offense to get him out there dancing in the pocket to see what he has. So, I mean, it's up to you, 49ers fans. I, I get it. If you're going to be a pro, let's sit Jimmy all season, there's no point. This is my effort to persuade you some, but I get your point too. I get it. Keep him in bubble wrap, keep everything protected. He's in the building. That the eagle has landed. That's what we're concerned about in the future. We don't want to put him in a bad scenario now. I get it. My point on the con side, and maybe I'll convert some of you, protecting him like this, I think you're that millennial parent. You're helicopter parenting this guy. What is going to be so bad in a game that happens where you're just like, oh, we should not have done that? I get it. His health. If you're not comfortable where the offensive line is, and C.J. Beathard took a beating in Philadelphia and against Dallas too, I'm not saying playing him this week. And okay, I'll, I'll even relent. Don't even play him against the Giants. Head into the bye. Whatever. That's fine. He needs to be playing after that. It is to the benefit of everyone around. Mistakes need to happen. He could lift the team if he plays well. There's just a lot at stake here in what is a lost season in a sense, but... I think there can be an uptick and a surge in momentum and a reassurance about Jimmy Garoppolo and a feeling of why can't we be good. And you won't have that, obviously, if Garoppolo isn't playing. Are you really going to walk into 2018 where C.J. Beathard has more NFL starts than your franchise quarterback? It just doesn't make sense. I don't get this. And listen to me, my people. I don't want to dampen your enthusiasm at all. As we always do on this podcast, we ask the thought-provoking questions. Why are the 49ers considering benching Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay, that's the case. What is the other case? Why should they play him? He's in the house. I mean, he's there. This should be their guy. Either way they go, things can work out. It's not like there's a right and wrong way to do it i just think playing him there's more things you can take away hey you could be the cleveland browns right now you could be the jets you could be some other teams the nfl is jealous the 49ers got jimmy garoppolo we don't know how good he's gonna be he could bust i hate to say it too guys he could bust i don't think he will i think this is gonna be a playoff team moving forward. I think they're going to handle this the right way. They're going to figure out how to get him on the field a little bit this year, start feeling really good about 2018, and then, I mean, September will be on. I I do think Hard Knocks is here next year, Santa Clara. They could even move training camp. I could see Kyle saying, you know what, let's take a Santa Clara break. Let's break up the monotony. Let's go somewhere and get away from the facility. I, I think that could potentially be an option so funny. I mean, they're playing a game this weekend. No conversations about the game. It's about their future and the rapid moves this team continues to make, in my opinion, to make their roster good. And they got rid of Rashard Robinson too. You're going to see a Cardinals team this weekend who's not very good. I mean, they're hanging on by a thread. Bruce Arians could be the coach of the Cleveland Browns next year if he really wants a home that badly. They whiffed on him many, many moons ago and would love to correct that error. So, I mean, you could have a new coaching staff in Arizona next season. This would be a terrible loss for them. Anyone who loses to the 49ers, it's going to put a coach on a hot seat depending on their situation. And not that Kyle's a bad coach, and of course San Francisco's due to win, but you have a more talented chessboard. It's essentially you have, more, you have rooks and knights and bishops on the board. The 49ers are working with a lot of pawns. And um, the first coach that falls victim to that is going to be under fire, in my opinion. But, God, are the 49ers due. How crazy would it be if C.J. Beathard plays, like, unbelievably. This motivates him to the top. He's throwing 300 yards, three touchdowns, delivers a signature little win to start the, <laughs> to the era. Be sad at their first win is going to come on November 5th. But, I mean, they're going to have to take it. I get it, though. CJ Playing C.J. Beathard, you're admitting... Draft position matters, and obviously Jimmy G's not coming into playing this week. But CJ continues to play. I think that leads to this team is in the Saquon Barkley sweepstakes. You're not doing this for a quarterback, obviously. Now you're, you've are you got your eye on a prospect if you're in the top five. I get it. Players outside of the top five, there's more risk. But um, I, I would bet the 49ers have their eye on someone if they're – Going to sit out Jimmy G the whole season and play C.J. Bethard. Oh, drink the water. Not the longest cast today, but, you know, I wanted to get some more thoughts out there. I'm going to slap this thing together, let you guys enjoy it on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. My prediction for Sunday's game is going to be, let's go Niners. Niners 22, Cardinals 26. I think they get back to their close loss Let's feel good about a loss after getting killed the last two weeks. Um, We'll talk about it Monday, and we'll have more on Jimmy G, too. KJ Podcast.